0: For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and we are, we are diving into a great topic today about just business growth and mindset and raising your level of awareness of what is required for you to take your business to the next level, before we do that, though, I just got to put a plug in for last week's podcast. If you did not get a chance to take a listen, go back and listen to last week's podcast episode. It was probably one of my most loved podcasts of 2023. The amount of feedback that I got was overwhelmingly positive positive. And not that I doubted that it wouldn't be amazing, but it was just really cool to hear your feedback and to see that it really made an impact. So if you're wanting to level up, you're wanting to scale, you're wanting to build a team, but you feel like the brick wall, you just keep running into it, this is gonna be a really good eye-opening podcast to help you remove some of those roadblocks that could be standing in your way. Now, with that being said, I'm very excited about today's podcast because I want to talk about you know, scalability in your business. So many of you listen to the podcast because you've watched me personally over the past 12 years grow and scale my business. Some of you are in the same network marketing company that I've been a part of. Some of you have moved on and have gone to different industries and you follow me or you've found this podcast through a recommendation. And you come here because every single week you want to know the real deal of growing your direct sales business. And how do I get to that next level? And a lot of times we're following our mentors, our uplines, people in your network marketing company that you see on stages and speaking at conferences and earning some of those rewards trips. And they make it look so inviting, which is why you said yes in the first place, right? It sounds magnificent and glorious to have this amazing community and support system and women that you get to do business and life with. And you hear all of the success stories of women who have climbed the ladder, have achieved their big business successes, and are now telling the world about it. And it's so easy to look at that and go, wow, it looked effortless for them. It was really easy. They make it look so simple. And really, when we peel back the rose-colored glasses, And we really start to look at our business and our opportunities. We realize that every single successful direct seller, network marketer, they have had to endure roadblocks, obstacles, setbacks. They've had to adjust, they've had to grow, they've had to learn skills that they never thought they would need to learn. And you don't always see that when you're just following somebody from the outside. And so today I want to take a moment to really talk about you know, what is the skill set that you have to possess in order for you to take your business to the next level. So I want to talk about number one, and we're going to break this down into a few couple part series that we're going to talk about over the next couple of weeks, but when we look at you know, what I like to call of the six pillars of leadership, of direct sales leadership. You know, one of those pillars is awareness and having an awareness of yourself to understand that you potentially could be the person standing in the way of your own success, whether it is with recruitment, whether it's mentorship, it's duplication, But there is this sort of like, I just am floating through my days. I'm checking off the boxes. I'm doing my income producing activity tracker. I'm posting on social media. I'm doing personal development. But there isn't this awareness there as to whether or not we're doing the things that are actually moving us in the right direction. And I think that that's really important. You know, you can't just time block or just track your way to the next level of success. You can't be a shell just kind of going through the motions. It's kind of like being in a relationship where the other person is like, yeah, I'm present at dinner. Yeah, I have conversations with my spouse. Yeah, I'm faithful. But it's like if you never really invest in the relationship, if you don't do things to keep it spicy, if you aren't, you know, at the dinner table but fully present, asking questions genuinely, you know, involved and engaged and caring about your spouse and looking for ways to keep your relationship fresh, it can get very stale. And you can look back at your relationship and say, but I did everything I did everything that I should be doing in a relationship, but you were just sort of going through the motions. And that sometimes is what leaders will do. And then they can't understand why there's no duplication because they're showing up and they're like, I'm working my business. I'm doing my tracker, but nothing is growing. And it's because you never really stop to say, are the things I'm doing actually getting me to where I want to go? So if I give you a real life example, you know, there's a lot of social sellers that I work with, whether it's through my leadership mastermind, private coaching, my rockstar recruitment course, and they show up very consistently. They've been working their business for five, six, and seven years. And they will tell you they post on social media every day. They share on their stories every single day. They invite on a regular basis and they are showing up to team calls. They are listening to podcasts. They're reading books but nothing is happening in their business. It is status quo. In fact, maybe there's a little growth or a little attrition, but there's really no growth year after year. And most people don't ever stop and take a look at their business and go, okay, is my social media effective? Is what I'm putting out there actually generating new leads, creating new conversations, actually getting people to sign up Or, you know, am I just documenting my day? And so whenever I start to peel back those layers with people and we start to really look at their business, they start to go, oh, I've been just going through the motions. I've been doing what worked four years ago and expecting it to get different results now, and I haven't even recognized that I'm the problem awareness is key. You can't just go through the motions and check off the boxes in your business. You have to constantly be evaluating is what I'm doing getting results? Is what I'm doing providing new leads? Is what I'm doing generating revenue? And if the answer is no, you have to stop yourself and actually say, okay, well, how do I level that up? And that could be investing in a mentor. That could be having a social media audit done on your account. That could be teaming up with a success partner who is willing to give you really honest feedback about your business and where she sees growth and opportunity for you. But if you just go through every single day of your business and you just say, I'm doing the work, and it's not producing results i have to put that back on you and i will say awareness is probably the number one thing that anybody who is not duplicating in their business is probably struggling with they just don't even know that they're part of the problem the second thing when it comes to awareness is you know when something's not working we don't just keep doing it over and over and over again so for example you know when i first started in direct sales In the health and wellness industry, I really worked closely with my upline and she was young, 20 something, didn't have kids, wasn't married. And I was married two kids, six month old, two and a half year old. I was about seven months postpartum after having my youngest son. And she said, Melanie, let's run this health and fitness group. Let's call it, you know, the um, bikini boot camp challenge. And I was like, okay, let's do it. It sounded fantastic. She's like, it's March or it's February. Everybody's thinking about going on spring break in March and people want to get into their bikinis and they want to look great on the beach. And she's like, she made all these graphics and she came up with these post ideas. And I followed her lead because it was a fantastic idea and it was beautiful, and her graphics were great, and her wording was perfect. So I followed her lead. And at the end of our 12-day marketing period, she had a handful of women that had signed up for this bikini bootcamp challenge. And I had a whopping zero people that had signed up. And so I could have, at that moment, said, woe is me, I suck at building this wellness business. Nobody wants to join me. Maybe, you know, it's only for people like her that have, you know, a bikini body already that just want to get a six pack. So I could have gone down this rabbit hole of, you know, I'm not the problem. It's, you know, the business or the model or it doesn't work for me. But instead, I just had this moment of self-reflection where I stepped back and I actually said to myself, huh? I don't know that this was the right marketing angle for me. I, here I am standing in my kitchen with yoga pants on. I've been wearing the same yoga pants for five weeks. I've got spit up on my shoulder. My hair is pulled back in a pony. I probably haven't washed it in a week. My, I just want to wear jeans and button them up and feel good. I'm not even, there is, I'm not going on spring break. I'm not thinking about putting on a bikini. And then I started to go, neither are my friends. Cause all of my friends here on Facebook, were all, new moms. And I have a lot of women that are in my mom's group that I'm a part of. And so it was this click of a moment, this aha moment where I said, I'm marketing wrong. And so I just shifted. I pretended like the bikini boot camp challenge went off without a hitch. I had lots of people that signed up and I just stopped talking about it. And I announced my next group and I called it the battle of the bulge. And I started marketing to this group. And I started really thinking about my ideal client, what they needed to hear, what their problems were. And all of a sudden people started to message me. I want to know more. I want to be a part of that. I need this too. Your message really resonates with me. I feel like you're speaking right to me. And so I was like, oh my gosh, it's working. And so I filled up a group with a lot of women, but it was this ability to be so aware of the fact that I was the problem. I wasn't I wasn't marketing right. And to be able to make that shift was really, really powerful. So if what you're doing on social media, now I want to put a, I just want to put a disclaimer here. Notice that I said I stuck with it for 12 days. I didn't post once and get zero engagement and abort my strategy and say that it wasn't my target audience. Most often when you're marketing, it's seven to 14 days. 7 to 12, I guess I should say, before you really know if something works. And again, you can't just go through the motions. You have to be in the moment making tweaks and adjustments. Okay, I did this story set. It got one or two new conversations. Okay, what did those people say? What were their pain points? Okay, my next story set's gonna be about this pain point or you know, I'm gonna show this transformation and tell this story. And so there's this this part of your marketing that's just you're making in the moment tweaks and adjustments to the plan, but you aren't aborting the mission. You see it through to the end. If you get all the way to the end and you get zero, you know you were off somewhere. And so you have to take a step back and you have to try again, but you can't give up on day one or day two when it's not working right away. Does that make sense? So this level of awareness as a leader to say, am I giving it long enough time Am I executing the strategy, making real time adjustments? And if it's not working, what can I take responsibility for and change? Because if we're constantly blaming others, the algorithm, social media, our age, our demographic, whatever, we're giving away our power. And we all know that there are a lot of people out there that have built really successful businesses with a stack of obstacles that they have been facing. All right. So that's really important. The next thing is I knew that as a business owner, when it came to awareness that I wasn't perfect, I was acutely aware of that. There were lots of other very successful people in my circle. So I realized I had a long way to go in my leadership journey. And one of the first obstacles that could have sent me running for the hills and giving up on my direct sales career was definitely the Bikini Bootcamp Challenge. The second one was... I started to actually grow a good community. I had this wellness community. I was running a very engaged Facebook group. My customers were in there. I was guiding them on their wellness journey. And I had not just one, but a handful of customers reach out to me and say, Hey, Melanie, we love you. We think you're a fantastic mentor, but we can't be a part of your group anymore. You're actually too intense you, and I was like, I was legit intense. I am an Enneagram three. If you know the Enneagram and I am, I love a good competition. I'm very black and white. I want to, I want to strive to the top. I will do anything that is required in order to get there. So when these women said that I was too intense, that they could not not have a cheat meal, that they needed a little more flexibility. They couldn't follow the workout plan to the T. Like they needed to have room for error. I was like, well, you said you wanted to lose 20 pounds. If you want to lose 20 pounds, why are you drinking beer on a Friday night? Like you said, you wanted to lose 20 pounds. Why are you snoozing and not getting up and doing your workout? Like in my mind, I just was like, if you want to make a change, I get it. It's hard. You just do it. You just figure it out. And so at the exact same time, we had a team call and it was about personality styles. And during this team call, the speaker referenced a book called Personality Plus by Florence Lidtower. And so I remember getting that book and going out to the backyard, laying down a beach blanket. I put the water table up for Landon and Bryce. They were playing in the water table and I was sitting on this beach blanket with my highlighter, my pen and notebook. And I was going through the book and I was reading about each different personality style. And I was actually categorizing my customers. I was like, okay, you know, Sarah, she loves everything needs to be fun and a party. And if it's not fun, she won't do it. So sure, her goal might be to lose 50 pounds, but I need to think about a fun way to get there. Maybe we do themed weeks. And so I started to think of different ways that I could show up and serve my customers so that it would speak to their personality style. So I started to do fun things, even though I didn't need that in order for me to reach my goals. My people did. And if I wanted to be a good leader, I needed to motivate my people in my groups and leadership isn't just about leading team members. Leadership is leading customers, it's leading your followers on social media. It's all of the above. So, what I did was I started to create these like moments of fun inside of my group. Then I have some people that they like really need it to not be about them, it needs to be for a good cause. They'll do an extra workout if we're going to donate money to a charity. So we started doing some, you know, fun charity giveaways, sweating for other people inside of our groups. Um, I also started doing recognition because some people really loved recognition or personal notes. And I started to really look at the way that I mentored based on different personality styles. And so what happened was I didn't blame the people in my group. I didn't say, ugh you know, I'm so glad Sarah's gone. You know, she just was a terrible customer. No, I was like, okay, how does Sarah, how does Sarah get motivated? How can I hold her accountable? What are the ways that she will show up and keep going? And I adjusted myself and my mentorship. So if you are not getting your customer's results or they're not reordering Instead of saying it's the people that are the problem, I want you to look at yourself and actually say, what could I potentially do that could help to improve the outcome of my customers, the outcome of my team members' success? I mean, taking ownership of the results that you're getting or not getting is incredibly important. We have to take off the rose colored glasses in our business. We have to start clearly identifying our own blind spots. And if you don't know what your blind spots are, just sit there, actually reflect on it. Ask yourself what could be standing in the way. Ask a success partner, ask a friend, ask your mentor. Because the definition of insanity is doing the same things over and over again, but expecting different results. So that's important for you to know is that if what you're doing isn't working, you have to make a change. And we have to be willing to learn new ways of doing things that we started out doing in our business. You know, when I first started posting on social media, That was 12 years ago. I have gone through probably a dozen social media transformations over the years from posting all motivational quotes and stock photos that I was finding on Pinterest to, you know, collages with neon fonts to um, posters with lots of information to live videos, to reels, to stories. And so the way we market is ever evolving and ever changing. And so if I would have been like some of the people that I've watched in my network marketing company. So one of the things that I watch people do is they dig in their heels and they're like, I'm not changing, right? I'm not changing. I'm not going to do anything different. This is how I've always built my business. This is how I'm going to continue to build my business. And you can't tell me any different. And then I just watch them phase themselves out. And then they're always the ones that are complaining the most because the business has changed and it's not the way that it was before. And I miss the good old days. Well, listen, we always are going to miss the good old days. They were the good old days, but we're, if we're always looking at what was. We miss an opportunity right in front of us to help somebody to make an impact, to create an income, to have more significant influence, to leave a legacy. So I want us to begin to say, all right, what do I need to do in 2023 to make sure I'm staying relevant, to make sure that I'm learning, evolving and growing because you can't lead a team if you don't know what the best practices are in 2023. So for me, anytime I get stuck along the way, I go to Google, I go to YouTube, And I go to my mentors and I start thinking about and researching best practices, how to get engagement on social media, how to get my story views up, how to close sales. I do all of that. And then I just test it out. I don't wait until I have all the answers, but I just go and test it out. And what happens is that through that process, I learn how to evolve and how to change and how to lead people through times of change. So don't be that person that isn't willing to make a transformation. So awareness, awareness is number one, awareness of how you lead, awareness about your daily tasks, awareness about what's producing results and what's not producing results. That is the first step in this process to you being able to grow and scale your business. So let me recommend just a few resources for you because I'm a big fan of giving you guys things that you can that you can read and that you can listen to. So one of the things that as a business owner that I started to read when I first started was and this is when it comes to leadership even if you don't feel like a leader yet You have to do leadership things every single day. I was interviewing uh, Lacey Hansen for the Direct Sales Done Right podcast. That podcast episode will launch on September the 28th. So you can go check that out. And one of the things that she was sharing is even though she didn't have a downline, didn't have a team yet, she started doing leadership things, started reading books. And so one of the two of the books that I would encourage you to read are the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth, And the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, both John C. Maxwell books, both incredibly beneficial. Not only can you use those books and those teachings in your current life, but they're going to start to equip you with the mindset of where you're going to need to go or who you need to grow into in order to lead a larger team. Your ability to become aware of your leadership style with your customers is going to allow you to become a better leader when you have a team. We all want to just fast forward through the customer part and get to the team building part. But I want you to sit in this moment where you're at right now. I want you to be reminded that, hey, when I master the art of social media, of storytelling, of signing customers, customer service, retention, follow-ups, you know, growing customer loyalty, just having good customer sales, you create a foundation upon which your future success is built upon. So I just want to encourage you to spend some time here in awareness and to really go back through the things that I shared today and think about like, what are your blind spots? Are you, have you stopped actually tracking in your business? Have you stopped paying attention to how many invites and follow-ups that you're sending? Have you stopped being accountable to your own goals? Have you stopped setting monthly goals? Are you just floating through your business right now, serving others and doing leadership things, but you're leading nobody? And you're constantly feeling a little bit burnt out and resentful of the business. Awareness is key. We can't change something unless we know that there is a problem. All right. I wanted to keep today's episode short and sweet. So that's exactly what we did. First step number one is awareness. Go grab those books. Do a little bit of reflection. Where do you need to step up? Maybe it's really looking at how you lead. Are you one-sided? Are you inclusive? And are you not? I want to hear from you. If you like today's podcast episode, I want you to take a screenshot. I want you to tag me on social media and let me know what it was that really stuck out to you and also what you're going to do to implement the things that I'm teaching. Because we are not just collectors of information. At the end of the day, we are here to evolve and grow and step into our most powerful leadership roles. All right, you guys, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll See you back here for another episode of the Women Inspiring Women podcast.